Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Tommy, uh, today we are talking about something that is near and dear to a lot of our viewers and readers' hearts, and that, of course, is the work truck. Affordable trucks. Yep, base trucks. The trucks that everybody wants, but nobody buys. Yeah, it's kind of confusing because every comment and every email we get is, trucks are expensive, so I'm going to buy the entry-level truck, and then no one does. So welcome to TFL's Talking Trucks, and if you're wondering where Andre is, well, he's on assignment. Uh, so it's me and Tommy today talking about and diving deep into the work truck, and that is coming up right now on the Fastlane Truck. Thank you for joining TFL Talking Trucks podcast. If you love pickup trucks or big full-size SUVs, if you love trailering, towing, and going off-road, this is the right place to be. Together, we can make this podcast the most popular ever. All right, we're back, Tommy. So let's talk about what a work truck is. An entry-level truck. The good old-fashioned truck that you remember from your youth. Well, once upon a time, every <laughs> truck was was an entry-level yeah. truck to some extent. So, yeah. you know, it used to be back in the 70s and 80s. The F1. Well, that was like... That was when you were born in, like, 1948. That was way before. Yeah. No, but I'm talking about recent history, not prehistoric. Like, like you're talking about, like, uh, Chevy Square Body? Yeah, and I'm talking about, like, Denside Fords. They were all pretty much the same configuration. Single cab, eight-foot bed. Um, you would rarely find air conditioning in them. You would almost never fi- find luxuries like power windows or power mirrors. They were all pretty much the same. Just vehicles to or carry. Automatic transmissions, those were luxuries back in the day. Yeah, they're just vehicles to carry a lot of stuff and to tow your trailer. And they were not everyday drivers, right? Typically, you'd have you know the Mercury in the driveway, and then you'd have the Ford F100 to that do would the deli- work. That would deliver... <laughs> <laughs> whatever you had delivered at the house. People didn't actually use trucks as everyday drivers, right? But they, they were, used cars. They were affordable back in the day. So, for example, like outside we've got a 1989 Ford F-350 with a diesel and four-wheel drive. And I looked it up. Back in the day, that would have been the equivalent of like $36,000 in today's money. You're not going to touch any kind of diesel modern-day truck for anywhere near $36,000 today. So trucks have gotten a lot more expensive, but they've also gotten a lot more luxurious, right? Yeah, and the reason we're doing this uh, podcast uh, is because Chevy was kind enough uh, to send us basically uh, a work truck version. Let's, that's very loosely defined uh, of the Trail Boss. So we have a long-term Trail Boss with uh, the 5.3 uh, V8 in it, and it's got all the bells and whistles, um, and I think it cost us like $55,000. That sounds right, That's yeah. About, which is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And uh, Chevy sent us um, a trail boss with a 6.2 liter, the bigger V8, right, the top dog V8. It wasn't the crew cab, so it had the shorter cab, the longer bed, uh, and it was $44,000. So 10 k less than, you know, what we 
bought ours for. But the key is that trail boss was what's called the custom trim. So that is the lower spec trim. So we have the LT, which gives you a lot of the luxuries. That was a custom. And yeah, we were driving that around and we were thinking, um, you know, people always say they want a custom trim with uh, cloth seats and no steering wheel controls and no automatic climate. But then it's very rare for people to buy them. Dare we say roll-up windows. It did not have roll-up windows. This this custom trim was equipped with uh, standard window switches. But we should talk about kind of the evolution of why trucks have gotten so expensive. Because nowadays, when you go to the Ram lot or the Ford lot or the Chevrolet lot, you'll find a lot of crew cab short bed full-size trucks. And why is that? Well, that's because uh, people use them as family trucksters, right? Uh, One in four trucks, for instance, in America are sold in Texas, and there the truck is no longer the work tool for many people. Uh, It is just the family vehicle, the one you take to work, the one you take to church, the one you take your family out for brunch. It's just because it's so useful, right? Trucks are inevitably and certainly much more utilitarian than any car will ever be. But the thing is... Even the entry-level trucks now have gotten pretty expensive. So in theory, you can go out to the dealership and buy uh, a Ford F-150 with an MSRP of you know, somewhere under $30,000. Right. In actuality, you'll, you'll never see that truck because dealers don't want to spec the base trucks, first of all. If you do see that truck, it'll typically be a white single cab, rear-wheel drive, long bed that's built for like a contractor. And for the everyday guy who wants a truck, the very minimum you might see on a, a Ford dealer is like an XLT. But nowadays, a four-wheel drive XLT can still be well into the $40,000 range. Um, and the, the fact of the matter is, even though you may think you want the, the WT Chevrolet or the XL Ford uh, in, a, in a configuration that you can use every day, chances are you might not like some of the stuff that it comes standard with. Yeah, now we bought ours from uh, Johnson's Auto Plaza in Brighton. We've worked with those guys for a long time. Uh, and let's make one thing clear before we continue with this discussion, right? They have hundreds of white trucks on their lot. Uh, and these are fleet sales, right? These are sales to companies uh, that are used for, you know, work trucky things like hauling and towing and you know putting different beds on so we're not talking about fleet sales right that's a whole different that's a whole other can of worms we're 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 talking talking about you and me yeah because a lot of people still email us they're like you know i'm like just a normal consumer with a family i've got a boat i don't want to spend 50 grand on a truck what are my options well your options are pretty limited at least in terms of how much comfort you get for the amount that you're willing to pay versus your expectations of what you should get for a $45,000 truck. So uh, let's talk about the two trucks that we had, and let's talk about like the, the bells and whistles that we got on our truck. Now, the other caveat here is um, most people do not pay sticker on trucks, right? We can go, we'll go through that a little bit later, but trucks are heavily discounted. Uh, so even if you do walk onto a dealer lot, for instance, and you say, I want the base work truck, um, chances are the dealership is not going to make a lot of money on that truck, and they're going to steer you away from that truck uh, to a much more um, well-equipped truck. Uh, and then they'll say something like, you know, for 25 to $50 more per month on your lease or on your payment, you can get the trail boss with the steering wheel controls and, you know, the backup cameras and the front cameras and the, you know, name, name the feature, creature comforts that you love and the heated seats and the cooled seats and the heated steering wheel. Uh, or you can get this work truck, which has none of that, uh, and it's only going to cost you, you know, 50 bucks more a month or maybe less. 
Well, the, well, yeah, the, that's work, what people the, the work truck would cost less than the right, but people lease them. I'm saying people either lease them or they finance them. And when you when you roll it up into that kind of a deal, it's not that much more money on a monthly payment. And so, that's how I think people, most people, you know, look at things. That's how I would look at it. So what I pulled up here is a truck in Johnson's Auto Plaza. Yeah. It's a truck that I think a lot of people in the comments would say they like to own. Okay. Just as a kind of a, a runaround truck, it's a Silverado 15er work truck. Okay. It's a crew cab with the yeah. Z71 package. Okay. Very similar to the Trail Boss we had, right? So the Z71 is the off-road package. Exactly. It's brand new 2020. Four-wheel drive. It has an MSRP of forty-five thousand one hundred ninety dollars. Right. Uh, here, here's what it looks like, yep. so you get a sense of it. Yeah. Now, forty-five thousand one hundred ninety dollars. On the website, Johnson's Auto Plaza is offering discounts and rebates of up to $4,800. So the dealer special is 40852 Yeah. So, But let's look at how much truck you get for 40852 because this is a very similar trim to what we had. So almost forty one grand. And that's before you go in and actually try to like negotiate. Yeah. You, I mean, you can try. But realistically, it'll be about forty grand, I think. I mean, maybe I'm a crappy-ass negotiator. but So steel wheels, which yeah. I think look cool. Yeah. The, the work truck here has the uh, really cool front end with the Chevrolet Silverado um, written across the front of it. Yep. But then when you step inside of these trucks, that's where the value proposition starts to fall apart. So it has uh, a bench seat, which is cool. Yeah, you can get six people in the front row. Really cool, yep. It has... Um, uh, <laughs> Three people, six people in the The truck. slightly smaller screen, I believe, like the seven-inch screen, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. That was fine. Yeah. But the, the thing that really bugs me on a lot of these uh, trucks. Ago? Yeah, I know. And I, I people hate when I complain about it, but it's just such a crummy cost-saving thing. Plastic steering wheel, no volume controls. I mean, if you look in the car world, right, pretty much every Hyundai, every Toyota is going to come standard with leather wrap steering wheel, uh, steering wheel controls. Uh, Toyota now all have um, uh, Safety Sense 2.0 with automatic emergency braking, adaptive cruise control. And that's for a Corolla that's going to cost sub-20. This is a a truck, a four-wheel drive crew cab truck for $41,000 that doesn't have steering wheel controls. I mean, there's a reason why trucks are the cash cow uh, that keeps Chevy afloat, that keeps Ford afloat, actually, dare I say, GM afloat, that keeps Ford afloat, right? Uh, that is the moneymaker for FCA. Uh, and that is because there's just a lot of markup on trucks. So they come in expensive, they get discounted, but even with the discounts, there's still a lot of profit in trucks for both the manufacturer and the dealer. Now, the one part where that that I think is kind of actually hmm, shocking, I would use that word, is the fact that I think all the Japanese manufacturers on all their cars now uh, come standard with a full suite of safety equipment, right? The stuff that keeps you and your family safe and pedestrian safe. Let's, let's go there too, right? So things like uh, automatic pedestrian detection and automated stopping, blind spot monitoring. Um, what else is there? I mean, you've got you got all sorts of stuff. I think adaptive cruise control now is one of the things that Toyota is operating a standard yeah, in their, of pretty in their much safety, in their safety sense 2.0. Yeah, yeah, which is you know across their whole lineup. Yeah, yeah, you also have. Um, uh, sometimes, like, uh, lane keep assist yeah. would be another one. And now, so, so not just in their cars, but Toyota's also putting those in their trucks, right? So even though uh, you're maybe getting an older truck when you buy a Tacoma or, and when I say older, I mean designed a long time ago, uh, a Tacoma or a Tundra, you are going to get all that safety gear uh, wrapped up in it. And I think uh, that is something that is shocking that, you, that, that GM and Chevy and Ram are doing. And I think there's a kind of a... Uh, 
a thought within especially the pickup truck world that I don't need the safety stuff, right? You know, I've gone 40 years without it. And you don't need it until that one time you absolutely need it because someone in front of you slammed on their brakes for no reason. And the truck is going to have or the car is going to have a much better reaction time than you. The computer is just going to be better in that situation. Oh, hell yeah. At slamming on the brakes. I, I would say any any person under five foot three that gets in front of a trail boss, the new one, you won't see. Because that, <laughs> that hood is so tall. I'm serious. That hood is so tall. You do, you do not see what's directly in front of it. Uh, and so, you know, I think that the safety stuff uh, is paramount. I think it, uh, uh, you know, it wrecks your day. <laughs> if not your life, when that stuff isn't on the vehicle. So, uh, you know, I'm a big proponent of, of the manufacturers. Maybe that's one of the reasons I'm so ardent about it, adding it to their vehicles and not making it a feature. Because we did a podcast recently uh, that highlighted the fact that uh, on, and this is changing for 2021, but uh, Consumer Reports, I think, did a study. And to get that stuff on a, on a Ford um, F-150, from the base truck to the truck where you actually get, you know, those features, it was $10,000 more. And on a Chevy, it was $12,000 more because they packaged it in with the higher levels, right? So you couldn't just get it. You had to, like, go to a high country to get all that. So I'm looking at a uh, Toyota Corolla L right now on yeah. the website. And granted, of course, it doesn't tow 10,000 pounds and it's a tiny little car. But yeah. just for comparison's sake, it's uh, it's got sub-$20,000 MSRP starting at nineteen to eight twenty five. It has steel wheels. Yeah. But it also has pre-collision system with pedestrian detection, lane departure alert with steering assist, automatic high beams, road sign assist, lane tracing assist, and full speed range dynamic uh, radar cruise control. All standard. Yeah, you'd have to, to get that. If you could get it, you'd have to go for like, you know, uh, a high country, I think, in a Silverado, at least in the 2020 model year. If it's a Ford, you'd have to go, uh, you know, with the King Ranch or higher, maybe a Platinum. Well, right? let's it's see. crazy. So I've got the Ford F-150 configurator pulled up. Okay. And I know for 2021, they're offering more of those feature standard. Right, right. But I think starting at XLT. Okay. So I'm not sure that the 2021 XLs are going to have it. Um, but Or if uh, you can even get it without without actually stepping up to... You know, an XLT or, and actually in our XLT in the F250, we still got a plastic steering wheel and none of that stuff. Yeah, and the F250 we have. You're absolutely yeah. right, Dad. Yeah. yeah, and that was an XLT. Okay, so I'm looking at the 2020 F150. Let's start with the XL, which is the work truck package. Okay. So I'm going into, if you're watching on YouTube, you can kind of play along here. And if you're listening to this, uh, then you can go to the configurator or you can go to our YouTube channel, TFL Talk, uh, and watch as Tommy's actually trying to configure uh, this Ford to get those safety features. So I'm looking at the exterior. I'm looking at the features. On this XL, I don't see any options referring to safety. At all, okay. Um, in terms of uh, safety assistance, so let me jump up to an XLT. All right. I'm going to go now. So the price has gone from twenty eight seven forty five starting to thirty four seven sixty. So you starting. jumped six thousand. So we're almost to twice the cost of that Corolla. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I don't see any packages which are going to give me that stuff. So at what point will I be able to actually find? Well, that, that was the point the Consumer Reports was making, that you, in order to get that stuff, you got to go into the, you know, if it's a Ford, I guess, maybe, uh, I don't know if it's Platinum or if it's... it's like King Ranch King or Ranch or if it's one of the higher... Or Lariat. End, or Lariat. I don't know. Uh, but, um, yeah. It's a problem. Okay, here we go. Finally on Lariat, I yeah. see the 501A Mid, which offers blind spot uh, monitoring cross-traffic alerts. Uh, reverse sensing system, and that is a thousand dollar option. 
on top. top of an already expensive truck. How and much we're, is the truck? We're, we're well the into the 40s now. Yeah. We're yeah. estimated net price is 44. Yeah, and, you know, and I could have missed something. Look, Let me know look, in the comments dude, if I missed something. We're, we're truck guys, right? And I got to tell you, there's a part of my Neanderthal brain that says, I don't need that stuff. You know, uh, I'm a good driver. I can do it myself. But having you know, spent a lot of time in a lot of different trucks, actually in every truck that sold in America, and in every car, uh, the computer is better than I am. I'm, I'm going to raise my hand and say, yeah, you know, that computer will outbreak me, outthink me, uh, and out uh, not distract me because, you know, it's easy to get distracted, you know, driving along, you're munching on your uh, pork rinds, having a little bit of uh, Pepsi or Coke, whatever your favorite thing is, you know, and, and, and you're not paying attention sometimes. I, I've been certainly uh, doing that. Well, maybe well, not why, pork why rinds. Why are you munching on pork rinds no, while driving? I don't, I don't eat pork rinds. All right? yeah, I've Some never heard you. Okay, there you go. That's more like it. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing across. It's not a Ford thing. I mean, I'm looking at Rams, you know, big horn. I'm not seeing any of that as an option. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a very, I feel like in some ways the truck makers are still operating like it's the 1970s or 1980s and that's uh, so many of the improvements from trim to trim are like really small minor things like you get chrome surrounds for the dials or you get gloss black door handles. Yeah, we kind of went on a tangent and a rant with the safety stuff. But let's go back to kind of the, the work truck versus the upper end trucks. Yeah, but my point is, is like they 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 really make big profits on things that shouldn't cost that much. So you're saying you're saying you shouldn't be having to pay for a chrome surround. Uh, yeah, on like on a gauge. So we recently had the Silverado Trail Boss LTR truck, the fifty five thousand dollar truck, side by side with the Silverado Trail Boss Custom the $45,000 truck. And there are certain things between the two that just baffle my mind on why they even exist on the work truck, especially for an MSRP of $45,000. So you know where you rest your arm when you're cruising down the road with your window open? Yeah, sure. You know, on the left, on the windowsill. Yeah. Um, The LT Silverado R is the $55,000 truck. It's padded. It's not like Napa-stitched leather, but it's not an uncomfortable place to rest your arm. When you try to do the same thing in the work truck, in the custom trim, it's just, just this horrible, like, tinny black plastic. It moves around. It hurts your arm over long road trips. And that's a small thing, right? I mean, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But if you own the truck for fifty or 100,000 miles and you spend a lot of time with your arm up there, it's going to be, an, like, an irritating feature. And that's going to be one of those things that you're wondering, I'm paying almost $45,000 for a truck. Which would get me a very well-equipped BMW in the car segment, and they can't put more than just this, like, Fisher-Price plastic on the door sill? Yeah, okay, all right, to be fair, though, to be fair, they have come a long way. Now, we have had a bunch of classic trucks, right? And you mentioned the F-350 that uh, will be, by the way, auctioning off for charity very soon. Uh, we, we call it Gunsmoke. Yeah. Uh, we fixed it up, thanks to our friend David. Thank you, David, for all your help. Uh, but, you know, I recently drove that um, for a couple hours, uh, uh, and that is a work tool, Tommy. I mean, you know, I, I would I, I would kill to have a little piece of plastic to rest my arm on, right? And that thing, yeah, you're putting like, it on cold, hard, hot metal. That's horrible. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. like, no sound detonating. Uh, uh, the first gear is a crawler gear, so it's almost useless, right? You are working uh, when you're driving that truck, and it is so loud because of all the uh, parts that are squeaking and rattling and, you know, 
making just a tremendous racket that it is very unpleasant. Yeah, and I so will they say, have come a long way. I mean, most modern trucks, even if they are the base trucks, you can just drive around, turn the air conditioner on, turn your radio on, turn your satellite radio on, and, you know, be fine. Sure, you're not driving a 5 Series BMW, but, you know, it's, it's comfortable. Trucks have gotten a lot more expensive, but they have also become a lot better. So uh, pretty much every old truck we've owned have been very cool, be it like my High Boy, be it the K10, the, the 89 F350, but they're objectively awful. Compared to anything modern, they're slow, they're unsafe, they're they, they they're tippy. You know, uh, the interiors are horrible. You know, if you ever watch like a, a country music video and you see somebody in an old F one Ford, right, the first, yeah, like like you know the, the, the kind of the round, and they're like they're like cruising down a duck, duck country road, right, and then the dust is, you know. Flying behind him, and then there's a dog in the passenger seat. Oh yeah, it looks brilliant. It look, it, it, I've driven that thing. It, oh, oh my god, dude! Like, forget the dirt road; that'd be terrifying. Just a regular road, right? It does not accelerate. Uh, it barely steers. I mean, the amount of steering, like lag in that thing, was probably two miles long, right? So, so you see a curb, and you start steering a mile ahead of it because you're going to be lucky to make that turn. And if you actually have to brake for something, uh, forget about it. You're just, yeah, you're just better off to ram the back of whatever you're going to hit. Yeah, I agree. So, so they have. I'm saying they have come a long way. So if you if you take that work truck started at that and now they're you know relatively comfortable, yeah, I could see it. But I, what I don't see is why people would want to pay that much for them. That truck should because be twenty thousand dollars. It right? should be twenty thousand dollars, but. Um, I mean, the, the 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 prices have become so inflated that you know it's either you, you buy a new truck for upwards of forty, or you buy used. But yeah, the, exactly. The last work truck that was a real work truck that we had that was brilliant. I, I, I love driving it. Was we had the old Frontier, right? There's a new one coming. We, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Allegedly, there's a new one coming. <laughs> we had the, or the, it's not the current Frontier because the current Frontier has a different powertrain. But we had the old one with 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 you know the the long bed. Well, we uh, should clarify. It's the same exact truck. It just had a 2.5 liter four cylinder manual. It hasn't changed, Dad. The truck is. A, it was, it's been the same since '04. It was brilliant. I love driving that. It was. Thing. It was really good. It and, was rear wheel drive, and it was just. It was. It was like the perfect truck if you own like a little parts business or something we used it to run parts back and forth we used it to you know go to lunch it was just a great little truck and and, and andre and i actually drove it to moab uh we stuck a, 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 a it was a atv in the back of it and it did really well with that we took it off road in the dirt it, it's a great little truck and that, um, do you remember how much that truck cost i think 21 yeah yeah that was like the last real work truck that we had. There is a an ex, kind of an exception to the rule. It's a truck that nobody buys, but it does have a huge amount of value in it. Okay. Uh, full-size truck. Yeah. What is that? Same brand. The Titan. The Titan. Yes. Yeah. The Titan has a lot of value standard. And, and, and that's – you just put your finger on the paradox. Yeah. So it's got, uh, you know, a most standard safety technology in class. I'm reading off its website right now. Yeah. But it's got everything that the Toyota has standard, including rear automatic emergency braking. It's got the most standard horsepower in class. It's got the standard V8. It has the largest touchscreen. That's standard. It also has probably the best warranty in class. And on top of that, if you shop around, you can get monstrous discounts on the Titan. Yeah, and nobody's buying them. I mean, sales, you know, they actually had to pull out of Canada because people in Canada were buying like hundreds compared to hundreds of thousands of Chevys and Fords. Uh, And that's the crux of the problem. You put your finger on Everybody says they want a work truck, but nobody buys a thing, right? Or... Even with the Titan, you know, the Titan, there's nothing wrong with the Titan. It, it, it's a very honest, 
uh, very modern, very comfortable, very luxurious, very capable truck, and yet, you know, they can't make any headway uh, into, you know, the Ford, Chevy, Ram uh, world. I mean, I'm looking at one right now. It's a 4 by 2 Except for Nashville. They're everywhere in Nashville. Well, I mean, That's yeah. where Nissan's headquarters. I'm looking at a 2020 King Cab S 4 by 2 so not a particularly well-equipped yep. truck, but total MSRP around 37, 38 grand. But that's got all the safety features in it. It's got a big old 5.6 liter V8 in it. Uh, it's It's got a, you know, it's a truck that's going to be nice to drive. It's got a good screen. It's got push-button start. Check that out. Steering wheel controls. Yeah. It's got a real, you know, I mean, it's not a beautiful steering wheel, but it's a usable steering wheel with that you can control the infotainment system on. And it's got uh, pretty much every piece of technology you need for $37,000. But no one's going to buy that truck. Well, I shouldn't, it's not fair to say no one, but, uh, no, according, no, but according this, to sales numbers, a lot fewer people are going to buy that than a Chevy Silverado. Or this Ram. particular truck, I mean, is going to be hard to find. Right. Uh, you'll, you'll find probably a Pro 4X or something. Uh, but even those are great values compared to Toyota, Nissan, or or. But, but that's Ram. The, that's the thing, right? When you go buy a pickup truck, you want the coolest, the baddest, you know, the most capable, uh, and this thing is all of that, uh, except maybe the coolest, right? Uh, in America, if you're a Chevy guy, you've been a Chevy guy your whole life. Your dad's a Chevy guy. If you're a Ford guy, you've been a Ford guy. And Nissan is really struggling to break into that. Yeah. Really struggling. Yeah, I know. It's a shame. Yeah. I mean, so, for example, I've got another website pulled up here. This is the um, Boulder Nissan you know, website. Right. No affiliation with them. But they are offering up to $4,000 discounts on this. Uh, on the Titan. On the Titan, yeah. And what I'm looking at right now is a truck that, with the discounts, comes in at $43,000. So a little bit more than the Chevy we were just looking at. Right. But, I mean, look at the – it's got a leather steering wheel. It's got uh, – Every steering wheel control you could possibly imagine. And for all you, you know, built in America guys and gals, it's built in America. It's built in Mississippi. Listen to this. It's got heated seats, right? It's got automatic climate control. It's got a proper V8 in it. uh, But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know why more people don't buy the Titan. I'm very flummoxed by that. Uh, you know, a lot of it also has to do with not just the kind of the legacy of people being Ford, Chevy, or Ram guys, right, or gals. Uh, it has a lot to do with also the, the business relationships uh, that, that are set up, right? So I, every time I go to Johnson's Auto Plaza, I, I kind of feel like the guys who've been buying their trucks have been buying them for a long time from them. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, if you live in Brighton uh, and you need a truck, then you go to there's a there's Brighton Ford, and then there's you know Johnson's Auto Plaza. So if you want a Ford, you go to Brighton Ford because that's where you've been shopping for your trucks forever. And if you want the Chevy or the Ram, you go to Johnson's. Um, and, and I think you can't you can't not stress the importance of that, right? You don't go to Boulder to buy a Titan. Right? Why not? Because <laughs> that's not the way people I think buy trucks. I think it's just you know. You know, my my cousin got a good deal uh, from uh, Brighton Ford, so I'm going to go get myself a you know a Ford. It just it just seems it just flows more downstream. So, Dad, there's one more value truck I really want to discuss with you. Okay, what's that? Uh, an old ten uh, year old. Uh, <laughs> yes, that, that, that's what it is. Ram, yeah. Ford, Nissan, any ten year old line. Truck. We always forget about Honda. Sorry, Honda. <laughs> no, put a low put a low speed transfer case in your truck, and <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have another talk. We'll have it in mind more. So, uh, it's a brand new truck. Okay. But it is an interesting concept. Santa Cruz? No, it's the Ram 1500 
classic. Yeah, that's right. So you can go and get uh, the previous generation Ram. Uh, the, you know, this has been a trend recently. Chevy did it actually as well when they switch over the models uh, because sometimes they're building them actually on two lines or in two different factories, right? They keep one going so you can still buy the last generation uh, versus buying the new generation. And uh, those do tend to be more affordable. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really solid truck still. Yeah. It's a, actually, I, I kind of like the look of it more. I do too, like, actually. Yeah. I like the old body style more. 5.7 liter V8, yeah, right? And I'm on, same, same basic uh, Hemi, right? It hasn't changed. I'm on the Johnson's Auto Plaza website hey. too. And with discounts, you know, we're talking high 30s potentially. Yeah, how, you mean the Warlock, right? The that Warlock, yeah, yeah, which was like a, it's kind of like a Rebel without the Rebel wheels and tires. But yep. uh, the heck of a lot of vehicle for the price. So you still have the 8-speed automatic. You still have a, a decent interior with a real touchscreen. It's a, it's a really solid plane. It's a good idea from Ram's part, right? Because they're they're going to be um, they're they're going to be making money on them because the tooling's been paid off. Like um, back when you were little, you know, hundreds of years ago. Yes, uh, but yes. it was during the Crusades. <laughs> the Crusades, exactly. <laughs> but nowadays, they can sell you a quality truck for high thirties, and it's it's so old that you know most of the problems are probably going to have been worked out. Uh, yeah, and the, yeah. I mean, you know, I really hate buying usually first year vehicles, and even though we're doing it with a TRX because, well, that's our business. If I were just a regular uh, truck buyer, I'd probably wait for the second year because a lot of changes get made quietly uh, from the first year of production to second year of production, and this is like what the eighth year of production on right. the classic. So, uh, the other thing we got is we got an email from somebody recently who was looking at a F one fifty diesel in California from a dealership that was a 2018. So apparently they had a hard time selling those, and they were discounting it by 10K. Wowzer. Uh, I suggested that that's not enough because uh, uh, the Ford F-150 diesel is not a great value proposition, and that's probably why it's been sitting on the lot. But I, I suspect there are probably, uh, because there's so many trucks out there, there's probably some dealerships that are, are, are sitting on some older trucks that you could probably get greater deals on beyond the usual discount. It gets sticky, though, when you buy those leftover dealers lot trucks because for example that 2018 may be brand new never sold right but it's still gonna be a 2018 when you go to sell it in 2025 right you're right? Gonna, so you're, yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have I, I, more of a depreciation it because yeah, but you can use that to your advantage so you go on kbb what a 2018 um you know yeah, but it's brand new yeah no, you can do zero well, miles well they do zero miles yeah sure they? kbb what a 2018 ford f-150 diesel's worth and then go to the dealership and say hey look Look, it's already down twenty thousand, and you're only asking ten thousand. Give it to me at this price, and you know you'll have it off the lot, and they'll be glad to have it off the lot because it's been sitting there for two years, taking up valuable space, uh, you know, with a lot of money invested in a truck that they're having a hard time selling. The problem, of course, with that argument is, you know, that the trucks that are sitting on the lots are trucks that people have not bought, and there's a reason they have not bought them. I mean, yeah, the the, the popular trucks are not going to be on the lot right, for right. close to two and a half or three years yeah. if it's a 2018, right? It uh, probably and, came out in 17 was and, when it was and, built. And now that we're kind of talking about value, uh, you know, I, I would say uh, if you're thinking about getting a used truck, um, the one that holds its value the most and depreciates the least by far is a Raptor. And we had the first generation uh, Raptor, the one with the 6.2 liter V8. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually think in some ways that was a better truck than the current uh, generation Raptor. I'm not a big fan of that twin turbo V6 uh, uh, as compared to the old traditional V8. It's a fine engine. Uh, nothing wrong with it, uh, except that I just love the V8 better. Um, so uh, old Raptors uh, are a little bit more expensive, but they do really hold their value because, let's face it, Tony, most trucks depreciate very quickly because 
There's just so many of them, uh, and uh, they're so discounted that, you know, the second you drive off the lot with a new truck, you're going to lose a lot of money. So maybe the answer is get yourself a, either a new older truck or just a used truck. I think that was the answer. It just yeah. took us 35 minutes to get there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, we figured it out, guys. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, joining us for another uh, Talking Truck Show. Uh, next time, Andre will be back with uh, some more great truck talk. Uh, as always, this is Roman. Yep, and Tommy, check out tfltruck.com for the latest and greatest in new truck reviews. And if you want to see what we've been uh, Googling while uh, you're listening to this, you can go to our new YouTube channel, uh, TFL Talk, uh, and actually... Uh, See our mugs in person and and then see the screenshots of what we've uh, uh, been talking about. See you guys next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.